How's life? Hope it's good. So, sorry again for missing uh, an episode yesterday. I have been sick as a dog for the last couple of days, and uh, yesterday was like the cherry on the poop cake. Uh, so, as part of the bar staff, we all, once a month, have to show up at work uh, at 7 a.m., even if you close the night before. So, I, anyway, point is, I got like four hours of sleep yesterday, <laughs> so I didn't record an episode. But here we are. We are back, and I have a couple of news stories for you. And uh, not to mention a another hot take from Stacey Henley, uh, because that's, uh, that's what they do over at the Gamer. So, first things first, uh, PlayStation is announcing a state of play on Thursday. Luckily, I have that day off, so I'll be able to watch it. I don't know. Here's the thing. Um, 15 minutes of gameplay for a single game is excessive. And if we're going to skip E3, then I want like good quality. I actually want a lot of game reveals. Uh, so if you're going to do state of play, it needs to be one state of play, not eight states of play throughout the year and I don't want to watch 15 minutes of gameplay from a single game I don't know if they think that people want to see this because they like streamers that's my only assumption is that they think oh you know people like watching game streams let's just give them a freaking game stream of something that they've never seen before. Let's do 15 minutes of a single game. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I'm not likely to buy Suicide Squad. I just don't care that much. Um, I could be wrong. It could be a fantastic game, but like the thought of having to watch 15 minutes that this game is intruding on my life for 15 minutes kind of pisses me off. <laughs> it puts me at odds to the game. Like, I just I don't want to play it. If they're going to push it this hard, I don't want to play it. It should be able to stand on its own. Uh, it should be mysterious. But I'm not the kind of... I'm not the guy making millions of dollars to make these decisions, so maybe I'm wrong. But I just... I would rather have E3, man. Like... This whole state of play, Nintendo Direct, uh, developer Direct model, it's fine, I guess, but I don't, if this is going to be the alternative to E3, I'm not, I'm not about it. I would rather have E3 because E3 at least created a lot of buzz. Um, you knew that when E3 came around, you would get to see games from all three developers and a bunch of indies. And it was all in one place, and it would only take a couple of hours or a couple of days, and that was it. Now, it's just like being bombarded with different different like mini-presentations that last an hour, if that. And 
I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't need somebody introducing the game. I don't need to watch all of these. Like we were talking about when we talked about the, the downfall of E3. Like, I have a life, man. Don't, don't fuck around and make me watch 18,000 of these. Like, I'm not doing this. I don't want to watch reveals for fun. Honestly, I'd rather just read an article about it. This game was announced. This game was announced. And if, I, if I'm interested, then I'll watch your video. Like, that's kind of where I'm at at this point. I, I don't have any interest in watching 15 fucking minutes of gameplay. So, anyway, I got a little more passionate about that than I, than I thought I would. So, here's the other big news. The other big news is that should Microsoft acquire Activision... And I think, I think they will. When that happens, Microsoft has promised that uh, Call of Duty will be on Nintendo Switch, of all things, or at least Nintendo um, consoles, whatever the next one may be. It'll be on Nintendo for the next 10 years. So that's, that's pretty, pretty interesting. Now, the other side of the coin is that uh, PlayStation has not signed a deal with with Microsoft. They don't feel that 10 years is good enough. They would rather have Activision Blizzard be independent obviously because uh, if if Xbox starts moving toward... If Xbox ever has good exclusives, then it really, really puts a dent in PlayStation. Because PlayStation is like... That's all they have, other than hardware. So, uh, they want to make sure that Microsoft and, and therefore Xbox remain behind in at least one aspect. So that part of the deal is still ongoing. We'll probably be talking about this for a year before we actually come to a conclusion as to whether or not Microsoft will actually be able to merge with Activision. But there we go. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's kind of where we're at with that. Now, one other piece of, of news before we get to the, the, the big enchilada, the big that weird one you know i've been talking about the movie megan for a while right about ai and how kind of scary it is and how that movie just kind of like hit all the right notes so i was not aware of this because i don't really follow production houses <laughs> but blumhouse the production company that created Megan is setting up a gaming division. Now, if you're like me and you don't follow production houses, because why would you? Blumhouse is the uh, production house behind movies like Paranormal Activity, Sinister, Insidious, and The Purge. So, they know horror games or horror the horror genre rather pretty well so 
they're setting up a division uh, to get into uh, PC and mobile games with with horror genre, um, and they are going to do basically what they are doing with movies. So they're going to target um, independent developers with budgets that are less than I don't know ten or five million dollars. So they'll be double A games to put it in in uh, embracer groups terms, <laughs> but yeah, it should be should be kind of interesting because I think a lot of people are wanting horror games. At least I've been seeing uh, voice critical play a lot of horror games that are essentially walking simulators. They're not really interesting, but it, uh, people seem to want him to be playing those games. Which, to me, indicates that there's a desire to have good horror games. So, outside of Silent Hill, one of the four or five Silent Hill games that are being made, that Passions mentioned, uh, you know, there's not a lot of option right now. Not that I am super involved in the horror genre, because I am a little... I'm a, I'm a little boy in that, in that sense. I'm scared of the dark. I can't I can't do horror games, man. They I, it's just I don't know. I'm like PewDiePie back in the day. It I I'll, I'm scared of my own shadow. Even when I launch up a freaking horror game, I can't. I just can't do it. It's it's not my it's not my it's not my scene, man. But clearly, a lot of people are interested in being scared for entertainment. So. Hopefully that that makes the horror genre a little bit better on PC and mobile. Speaking of mobile, here's this here's this hot take from from the gamer, and I don't necessarily agree with it. Uh, Angry Birds is going to be delisted starting on the twenty third. So. You will not be able to download Angry Birds on your Android phone again. You'll be able to play it if it's on your device before Friday, but or Saturday if you're in Australia. But uh, after that, it, you won't be able to find it. On iOS, they're changing its name to Red's First Flight. Now, the gamer thinks that this is because they... The company wants to move people to a more ad-driven experience or a microtransaction-driven experience. That's the assumption here. I don't know that that's entirely true. And then the hot take was that this would embrace the entire industry, that we would move completely to microtransactions and monetizing every fucking click that you ever have. <clears throat> I don't know that that's necessarily what's going to happen here. I Here's what I think. I think that Rio, the company that is overseeing Angry Birds right now, excuse me, Rovio. Rovio is the name of the company. All that I see on a quick search of the Google Play Store is when you put in Rovio is... It looks like they basically just do Angry Birds and different variations of Angry Birds. Um, so it's not like 
it's not like they are doing a ton of different things. Uh, it's they're basically focused on Angry Birds and Angry Birds only. They have two other games. One is called Darkfire Heroes. That's a a real time strategy uh, RPG, or maybe not a strategy, but a, an RPG regardless. And then they have Small Town Murders. That's a a uh, match three murder mystery. <laughs> so they're not doing anything super innovative. They're they're basically copying different things. They, I mean, this Small Town Murders is basically what was it, what is it? Mansion Mansion something or other. Um, match Mansion maybe. And uh, this. This uh, Darkfire Heroes, it feels like uh, what's that? What's what's that game that was advertised that everybody was hawking for a while? Um, dang it, I can't think of the name of it. Uh, anyway, it seems like they're just trying to to copy those two ideas, and I don't know that those two are getting not getting traction because Angry Birds exists. That seems to be what the gamer thinks is that people are playing this free game and they're not um, paying attention to any of the other titles. And perhaps they're not paying attention to the other titles because Angry Birds is essentially free. You don't have to pay for anything. I don't... Maybe. Maybe that's a contributing factor, but I don't think that that's a major issue as to why they're delisting it. I think they're delisting it because they're trying to be more than angry birds and i think they've completely tapped out angry birds like what else could you possibly do they literally have like 10 different freaking games for angry birds and i think they want to move on from that and the only way that they can see how is to delist angry birds anyway the point is that i don't think that gaming studios are going to move more toward um paid gaming I, I just don't really see it i think that some studios are going to go that direction obviously like rovio because they don't have <laughs> they don't have a strong uh library of games that they have or strong ideas they're not willing to take risks and that's something that we talked about last week right with embracer group uh it's the, a lot of gaming companies and a lot of companies in general that that try to that are there for entertainment they don't want to be they don't want to take risks they don't want to go out there and do something that is going to take eight years or and is entirely new like the last of us for example they don't want to take risks on a story that is going to take forever and may not connect with people. They would rather have Angry Birds uh, in their arsenal and just milk that until it's freaking dry, super dry. So these companies are going through a, a development cycle where, and I say development cycle, but it, they're, they're going through this evolution that where they they need to realize that taking risks is what 
ultimately started these companies in the first place. So if you're going to be risk averse, which is understandable if you have investors in this, this kind of thing, if you're going to be risk averse, you need to rely on something as big as angry birds and then, uh, expand from there. Take some serious, some serious risks. Don't copy everybody else. Um, like Rovio is doing Rovio just doesn't appear to me at first blush to be a strong company. It's just not, it's not innovative. It's not being led very well. The news that angry birds is going into a vault is, I don't know. It's, it sounds like Disney. So again, it doesn't sound like Rovio has any creative energy behind it. And if that's the case, then Rovio is going to, it's destined to fail without angry birds anyway. So it's, um, that's my pessimistic view. I, and my critique of Rovio it's, I mean, come up with something better, man, come up with something original. This match three thing is it's, we see it everywhere. It's everywhere. So I don't know that that's my, that's, those are my two cents here anyway. Okay, so big news, big, 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 big news of the day. Uh, Facebook is trying to go to a verified uh, subscription model. So you'll pay $12 a month for the privilege of having a verified profile on Facebook. I don't know who is asking for a fucking verified profile on Facebook or what that even means, but that's what they're trying to do. So Twitter came up with this uh, a while ago and there was some initial backlash. It looks like, I mean, with this announcement, $5 a month looks freaking cheap. Makes <laughs> retroactively makes Elon Musk look kind of look like he was ahead of the curve and, and was undervaluing the thing, which is it's good for Twitter, but Facebook, man, it's just like, who the fuck wants a verified profile on Facebook. Nobody is looking you up on Facebook. <laughs> like you'll have priority commenting. What the hell does that even mean? Um, it, it's a bizarre, a bizarre business decision that I, I don't understand. And the article that I read was that it, it, it's a move that's being made because people are are trying to protect their data they're trying to ensure that companies like facebook can't sell their private data to advertisers so it's interesting uh this this company vpn overview and i got this in an email because i still get um news stories emailed to me uh this company VPN overview uh, was tracking searches for deactivate Instagram and deactivate Facebook. And both of those are up by like almost 2000%. So it's, I don't know. We, Facebook has been irrelevant for a while, but this is like extra push to get off the platform. I don't know what they're thinking, man. I don't, and I don't know what that means for, for the platform overall, for Facebook gaming, uh, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, Twitch is kind of 
I mean, it's obviously the king of streaming platforms, but Facebook gaming is, could be a competitor assuming that they take care of the thing. You got to remember too, Facebook owns, uh, VR. They're the biggest one, uh, the biggest VR company out there. They own the quest. So like, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I we'll we'll have to wait and see what happens with the company overall, but that's that's the direction they're moving in, and it's a very stupid one in my opinion. So, with that, guys, I'm gonna have to end it there. I gotta get ready to go to work as usual. My life just seems to be about going to work, coming back, eating, sleeping, going back to work. That's ba that's basically my life the last couple of weeks. Anyway, I hope you have a good rest of your day. I will catch you tomorrow. Peace.